You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 152. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey, moms. Are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired and how those skills can be worth $45 an hour instead of the $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work? If so, then the Your Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward in your tech career. It's like no other membership program available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking, not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as I walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Welcome to the podcast. Take three, people. I'm hoping this one actually works. Today, we're talking about finding confidence to build the knowledge that you need to have the skills to break into tech. Okay, so we need to find the confidence. Actually, we need to create it. Actually, we need to generate the confidence. But oftentimes, we feel like confidence is something that's elusive. And like if we go out and purchase it from the store, then we'll have it. Or hey, that person has confidence. Maybe they can wrap it up in a gift for me and hand it over to me and then I will have confidence. But what I'm talking about today is so fundamental to perseverance and to breaking into tech, which is a hard field to break into but very possible. And most of what is happening is that when you are doing things that are contrary to breaking into tech, what is really happening is that you are not developing your techie mindset enough. And here's what I mean. We need confidence to build the knowledge. You literally need confidence to learn your technical skills, to learn UX design, to learn Figma, to learn code, to learn development. You literally need confidence and you need it before you really deserve it or have earned it or think you deserve it. You have to come into this space of, I will figure this out no matter what. And if you approach every hurdle and roadblock with that type of tenacity, I will figure this out no matter what. Then you will find the confidence to build the knowledge. Okay. So one of the really important things about technology, and really, if we're generalizing, most high-paying jobs are going to be like this, okay? You have some type of ambiguity in the 
beginning of the project, in the middle, maybe throughout the whole thing, but there's ambiguity. So I remember early on, I had students who would say, if you just tell me the steps, I will totally be able to do them. I can do them if you tell me the steps. And I would have to crush their souls and say, I can't tell you the steps. There are no steps. (laughs) That's not how it works. Now, there are no steps to solving each and every technology problem, but there are seven steps to breaking into tech. And those seven steps go something like this. Step number one, you try on a role. You decide, I'm going to be a UX designer. I'm going to be a UX designer. And then you just start taking the step. And there are a lot of you out there. Sometimes I get some hate mail and they're like, you can't just decide. Okay, I understand that. But the quickest way to know if something is right for you, especially in technology, is to act as if that is what you're pursuing, to actually do the work. So you want to try on a role. Okay, I'm going to be a UX designer. The next step is to go to a meetup. You just go to a meetup and you say, I want to be a UX designer. And they allow you to be at that stage. And if you change your mind, nobody comes and hunts you down. It doesn't, that's not what happens. And then step number three is you pick a project. You select your self-selected project. And that's basically what we're going to talk about for the rest of the podcast after I go over to the seven step. And then step number four, you practice the job by doing the work of that project. And here's the biggest slowdown, my friend. You only do that. You don't take another course. You don't start another project. You just keep doing that one project. Okay. And then step number five, you continue to build your community. So going to that meetup is the step one of building your community. And then you follow up, you find mentors, you find peers, you find mentees. What? Even if you're just starting, if you learn something, start mentoring someone. Never know what's going to happen. Lots of great things happen when you're a mentor, mentee, peer. We just start helping each other. That's the way this works in technology. Many of my students are like, isn't this cheating? I'm using someone else's code. No, that's how we do it. We share code. And so we can further develop that code into different uses, improvements on it, better ways to do it. Aren't I cheating if I use a Figma template? Not if you're going through the UX process and using your own thinking. You're using your own thinking Then a little bit of snippet code here and design there and is not cheating. It's just helping you along the way. It's how we, it works in technology. Okay, step number six, solidify a freelance client in quotes free. And then I have AKA learning is what you're doing. So you go to a meetup. Part of that is so you can find a freelance client and your freelance client is going to be your second project. So building your community and building your portfolio are tied together. And by the way, those are the two overarching steps. So step number six, you're job ready. You can apply for jobs. And the best way to apply is to talk to someone you already know and say, I'm ready to work. Those are the seven steps. And the two overarching steps are build your portfolio, build your community. That's it. You're doing those two things. That's it. Super simple, really hard. Hence why we need, and I do use the word hence. I don't know if that's like okay in common language, but I say hence. Hence why you need confidence 
to build your knowledge. Because as you are doing those two projects, your self-selected and your freelance, you are going to come up against a roadblock. You're not going to know what to do. You're going to be really frustrated by Figma. Why does it take so long? It's a monster. I've, I get how it is just beyond my comprehension. You're going to be at that space and you have to talk yourself off the ledge and say, I will figure this out. I'm capable of figuring this out. This is definitely something that I can overcome. Now, how? How can I overcome it? Okay, you may need to look up resources. Guess what? When you don't know how to solve something and then you go look it up, that might also seem like cheating. Like, I just don't know. I'm looking it up. What is wrong with me? Well, that's one way to look at it, but that's not going to build your confidence. The right way to look at it is that's a skill that you actually need. You have to know how to look something up. I had a student the other day in coaching. I shouldn't even say it's in coaching because she was cheating. You're not supposed to ask teaching questions in coaching. She'll say teaching questions in the workshop. Anyway, we let her cheat a little. And so she asked a question and I wasn't 100% sure of the answer off the top of my head. And I, one of my students was, so we figured it out. But as I was talking her through it, I'm like, did you try this? Did you try that? Did you try that? And she said, as you're talking, I'm realizing different ways that I can search for this specific thing. And I want to be really clear that she's involved in that more than I am on a day-to-day basis. But I have developed over the years the skill of the right questions to ask. And that is an exceedingly helpful skill. So go ahead and learn that skill. Go ahead and search for it. And when you can't find it, try different words to describe the same thing. Because the software that you're working through may use a different word. Maybe you'll learn a different term and you'll understand why that's important. That's the growth that you need. Okay, so you can look it up. You can ask someone. I highly recommend, though, you ask yourself first. And whenever you ask something, especially like to the World Wide Web, especially to random humans on the internet, it's really important to say what you've already tried. Okay, if somebody responds and like Google it, okay, first of all, that is rude. But second of all, the feedback to take from that is like, hey, it doesn't feel like you've tried enough things on your own and you're just kind of searching for the answer. So explain in your question what you've tried. All right. And then another thing that you can do if you come across a roadblock. Speaking of the seven steps, speaking of going to a meetup, building your community, you should have mentors, peers, mentees a community around you that you can go to. Now, you want to know who to ask what to, right? Like if there's someone who can hire you and they're a very busy person, you maybe don't want to ask them this one really specific tech question, okay? I would just say right now, forgive yourself. You're probably going to make that mistake. But try to know who to ask the right questions to. Think about that ahead of time. And that process of I'm trying to do it I come across a roadblock. I try to look it up. I find out how to search. I'm not sure what to do. I'm going to post a question. I write the question. I tell them what I've already done. And then I 
post the question and then I get some responses. Some are helpful, some are not. And then maybe I don't actually get the exact answer, but I'm one step closer. Let me go back to that problem. All of that is along the way, that's building your confidence and you need to find your confidence to keep going and understand that is the process. That is the process. Like, hey, I'm asking a question. I'm learning the skill of asking a question instead of what's wrong with me? Why don't I know it? Of course you don't know it. You're new. And then even when you're not new and you think that you should know more than you do, you're wrong then too. (laughs) You shouldn't. You should just understand, hey, this is a skill that I need and I'm going to acquire that skill. I had a student, she's an awesome technician and she wasn't liking the look and feel of her designs. And she's like, I'm not sure if I'm good at UI. I'm not like, maybe I just don't, I just don't have that. So we coached on it. And what we talked about is how that's a skill that you can acquire. And so she spent the next few weeks. She's a very like proficient worker. So this is a very short timeline. And she spent the next two or three weeks. Honestly, within four weeks, it was like, oh my gosh, she had these, she had two new projects with two amazing designs. And it was clear that she had like closed that gap and she no longer had hang up. She has confidence in her UI skills. But it took her saying like, am I just not good at this? Oh, wait, that's a skill I'm learning. It's worth putting time into. Let me put more time into it. And she's crossed over. She's been hired. So that led to more freelance work for her, which is awesome. So it's really important that as you are going through this process of building your knowledge, you are creating thoughts and statements in your head around your ability to do this. I am learning the skill. Searching is part of it. Communicating my questions is part of it. Not knowing where to begin is part of it. But I still go back to what I'm doing. I still go back to the UX process. I still go back to the screens. I'm building this one screen. I don't go and redo my resume or redo my, oh, you know what? I should really redo my LinkedIn. No, you should not. No, you should not. This is a very common one with my students. I've seen this over and over again. Do not go redo your LinkedIn or your resume. If you build your community and you build your portfolio, that will be an afterthought. Because here's what's going to happen. You go to build your resume, go to build your LinkedIn. You're like, you know, I'm really unhappy with the skills that I have to put on here. You know what? I wish I could. I went, just go get the skills. You're building your portfolio by building these skills. You're building your community. So you'll know what people are looking for. And then you'll have something when you're job ready, when you've hit that step seven, it will be a much better time for you to do your LinkedIn or your resume. And you might be thinking, but Alan, what about this freelance client? No, you're telling them in, remember it's in quotes, I'll give you this work. I'll do this work for no money for use of these assets in my portfolio. By that very nature, the client understands that you are new. So that even if they did have judgments around what you should have on your resume, that would be inaccurate, right? That is not a place that they're coming from. That's not a place that you should be thinking, man, I need to fix this. Once you completed these two projects or are most of the way through, that is a much better time to do it. I know it feels awkward going to meetups that way. There will come a time where it would feel so clear to do that. But until that time, Building your portfolio, building your community, those are the two overarching steps that you need to accomplish. So find the confidence to build that knowledge 
and know, move forward with knowledge that those are the two overarching steps of the seven steps to breaking into tech, which I'm going to go over one last time so you have them. Step number one, cry on a roll. Step number two, go to a meetup. Step number three, select your self-selected project. Step number four, practice the job by doing that project. You can't skip it. Step number four. Step number five, continue to build your community. Go to your meetups, follow up, build mentors, peers, mentees. Step number six, solidify and complete your freelance project. And step number seven, your job ready. That's the way it goes. Seven simple but very hard steps. So really work on building your confidence so you can keep doing these steps along the way. You want to be talking to yourself in a way that serves your actions around these steps. Thank you so much for being here with me. I would love it if you would leave a review. It would mean so much to me. I read all of them. Thank you so much for your time today. Have a good one. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.